Hey everybody, thanks for listening once again to Thinking Biblically About Things That Matter. We are working our way through our series on productivity. What does the Bible have to say about productivity? Um, and how, how can we live lives that make the best use of our time? How can we live lives that make the best use of our time so we can love God, love our neighbors? Well, what does that look like? So that's what we're working through. Um, my name is Steve Ron. I'm the pastor here at First Baptist Church in Warsaw, Indiana. And no matter where you are, where you're listening from, um, I am thankful that you're, you're um, taking some time to listen to this. And I, and I pray that it is a blessing, that it is a help. So over the last couple of uh, lessons, we looked at what the Bible has to say in general about productivity. Um, we saw Jesus. We saw what Jesus has to say. Jesus says to love God and love your neighbor. Old Testament wisdom says to work hard and work humbly. Um, then from the Apostle Paul, his life and letters, we, we learned that zeal is not enough. We learned the importance of earning your living. We, we saw that we need to live a self-controlled life for the sake of others. We need to work hard and be flexible. We saw that suffering is to be expected. We persevere through suffering by remembering the end, and, and the end is what redeeming the time is all about. So, so what we, how we wrapped up last time is, is basically this. So until Christ returns, we are called to build up the body of Christ. We are called to fight against self-indulgence. We are called to tell the gospel to people who don't know. And we are called to serve our brothers and sisters. We, we're, we're called to encourage them, equip them, um, push them along to following Jesus. We're to be obedient followers of Jesus, and we're to be helping others to, to do the same, to, to, to be obedient followers of Jesus himself. So, so today what we're going to do is we're going to try to get practical. And what we're going to do is we're going we're to think through how do we decide what to actually spend our time on, and then how do we make sure we're spending our time on those things, Right? How do we decide what to actually spend our time on? And then how do we make sure we're spending our time on those things? So it's important to say up front that we're all busy. It's also important to say up front that busyness does not mean that we're being diligent. Busyness doesn't mean that we're being faithful. Busyness does not mean that we're being fruitful. In fact, it's very possible that our busyness is just procrastination in disguise. It's possible that we're doing a bunch of things in order to put off doing the things we should do and we don't want to do. Um, and then also busyness might just be that we're, we're kind of just being distracted by things that don't matter at all, things that really aren't urgent or important, um, things that, like scrolling on our phones or, or researching things that really don't matter or, or, or you know, there's one thing to, to enjoy a, a movie or a show once in a while with your family or your, or your friends. It's another thing to, to spend hours on that each day. Um, it's one thing to, uh, to check Facebook once or twice a day. It's another thing to spend a couple hours scrolling through social media. And so, so, so um, busyness isn't the badge of honor always that we, we, we think it is. So what we want to do, of course, um, is we want to push more and more towards spending our time on things that matter. C.J. Mahaney says, my, my experience confirms that if I fail to attack my week with theologically informed planning, my week attacks me with an onslaught of the urgent, and I end up devoting more time to the urgent than the important. And at the end of the week, there is low-grade guilt and dissatisfaction in my soul 
because I've neglected to do the truly important stuff. I want to have as few weeks like this as possible in whatever time remains for me to serve the Savior. I'm thinking you do as well. So, so that's sort of the, that's sort of the um, introduction, right? We, I think we all agree we want to spend more and more time on things that matter. We want, um, we want our, our days and our weeks to, to count. So, I have four steps today for us to consider. Four steps to consider if you want to, um, if you want to um, answer the question, how do we decide what to actually spend our time on? And then how do we make sure we're spending our time on, on these things that matter? Four steps that will help us. Number one, know your roles. Know your roles. Um, many of us have more than one role, right? All of us probably have more than one role. When I think about myself, I think uh, my, my roles include I'm a, I'm a Christian, I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm a pastor, I'm a church member, I'm a neighbor. These are the roles that God has given me. So I encourage you to figure out your roles and write them down somewhere. I'm going to say write it down many times in this podcast because um, it's it's incredibly important to, to write something down with a, with a physical pencil or pen on physical paper, or a, a, a piece of paper that a, a tree died to, to, um, to give us. So, so write, use that paper, write these things down. I encourage you to write down your role. Figure out what you, who are you? You're a, you're a, you're a Christian first and foremost, and then you're a, you're a spouse or you're a a parent, or you're a grandparent, or you're a student, or you're a teacher, or you're a child, or you're a grandchild, you're a neighbor, you're a church member, you're an employer, you're an employee, you're an engineer, you're a, 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 a plumber, you're a, you're a taxi cab driver. What are you? Your different roles, and write them down. And then number two, step number two, rank your roles. Rank your roles. Write your roles down in order of importance. So for instance, when I rank my roles, I'm first a Christian, then a husband, then a father, then a pastor, then a church member, then a neighbor. It's vital that when we write our roles down, we rank them. Um, and so when I'm looking at my roles, I remember nothing is more important than my identity as a Christian. And then secondly, it's my, my role as a husband. Ranking my role as a Christian over my role as a husband is very clarifying. It helps me to see that I must prioritize my time in prayer and my time in Scripture. It helps me to see that if I'm going to love my wife well, I need to love God more than I love her. It doesn't mean that I spend more time on prayer and Scripture than I do spending time with my wife. It means that I structure my day in such a way that I absolutely will spend time in prayer and Scripture. I'm going to prioritize. I'm going to guard my time in prayer and in my time in the Word. So when I'm figuring out what I'm going to do next week, which again, I think you should write down. When I'm writing down what I'm going to do next week, when I'm saying, here's what I'm going to do each day, when I'm figuring that out, my first role is my role as a Christian. All right, so I'm thinking, I'm, I want to, because my, my primary relationship is my relationship to God, I want to make sure that I spend time in prayer, that I spend time in the Word. So I want to, I want to structure my week. I want to write out my week in such a way that I am guarding that, that I am protecting that. And then it's my role as a husband. 
then a father, then a pastor. And again, this is not necessarily an amount of time thing. It doesn't mean that I'm going to spend more time caring for my wife than I am um, pastoring the church. For most of us, if we work full time, for most of us, our our job time is going to be the, the majority of our waking hours, right? Most of our waking hours are going to be spent um, working at whatever our career, whatever our, our vocation is. But when I'm, when I'm writing down my goals for the week, I'm going to start by writing in the ways I plan to serve my wife. She takes priority, and then I work backwards from there. And I'm also going to think about how I can pastor in such a way that best situates me to serve my wife. And I'm also going to remember, I'm also going to have it clear in my mind that if I cannot serve this church well and serve my wife and my family well, if I cannot take care of my wife and family and serve this church then I'm going to find a new church. I can always find a new church. I can't find a new wife. And so, so there's a priority in my head. There's a, there's, a, there's a ranking system in my head. She takes priority. Again, this is not that she gets the most time out of my day, but if there is something that I want to do to serve my wife, then I'm going to I am going to write that down. I'm going to get that onto my daily calendar, onto my weekly calendar. I'm going to make sure that it happens. I'm going to, I am going to prioritize that. It's the same as my role as a dad. So we, we rank these things. This helps us to keep it clear in our mind. What, are, what is the stuff we really want to accomplish this week? Then number three establish your purpose statements for your different roles. So another thing I strongly encourage you to write down, write down your purpose statement for your different roles. In other words, what kind of Christian do I want to be? What kind of husband do I want to be? What kind of father do I want to be? What kind of pastor do I want to be? What do I want to accomplish in each of my roles? Right? Our, the book that we're using, Everyday Matters by, um, by Brandon Crow. Um, he gives this one for parenting. He says, My purpose is to love unconditionally and shepherd the children that God has given us by instructing, providing for, having fun with, protecting, praying for, and challenging them, providing every opportunity possible to enable them to reach their potential. So that's, that's a good, that's just a, a really good purpose statement for parents. Um, and, and, and I have one for being a pastor, I have one for being a husband. But when I'm thinking about when I'm thinking about the kind of husband I want to be, I'm called to love my wife. I'm called to protect my wife, to provide for my wife. And so when I think of love, protect, provide, I'm thinking of emotionally, physically, and spiritually. I'm I'm called to lay down my life for my wife, and I'm called to work for her joy and sanctification. I'm called to work for her joy and sanctification. This means loving, protecting, providing for her emotionally, physically, spiritually. And so that is my that is my 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 role as a husband that's my purpose statement that's what I'm trying to accomplish as her husband and so that informs that shapes the different goals I have for the week so we do this with all of our roles and again my my email address if you like to if you if you have a role and you're just like I don't I don't know 
how the Bible informs a purpose statement for, for this particular role in my life. Maybe it's a grandparent or it's a grandchild or it's a roommate or it's a teacher or it's an engineer or something like that. Whatever it is, if you want to talk with me about it, if you have questions about it, I'd love to talk with you about this to help clarify this in your, in your mind. Um, I may not have all the answers, but I, I'd love to have a good conversation with you about it. So email me, pastorsteveron at gmail.com. PastorSteveRon at gmail.com, and we'll talk through um, what, what a purpose statement for particular roles in your life might, might look like. So those are the first three steps. Step four, set goals that reflect your priorities. So our book, Everyday, um, Every, um, Everyday Matters by Brandon Crow, says um, to uses the, um, it uses the SMART acronym, S-M-A-R-T. When setting goals, use the SMART acronym. And so the S is for specific, M is for measurable, A is for action-oriented, R is for realistic, and T is for time-bound. And so when you're, when you're looking at, so it's, it's um, you know, Sunday night or Saturday morning or, or, or Friday afternoon, and, you're, and you, whatever, whatever time, you, you're going to set your week for the next week. You're going you're gonna to look at your calendar Monday through Saturday or Monday through Sunday for the, for the upcoming week. And you're going to say, here are the things I want to accomplish next week. So, so when I'm thinking about um, working for my wife's sanctification, when I'm thinking about making disciples of my children, when I'm, when, for, when I, when I'm thinking about um, the way I want to pastor the church and my, and my purpose for pastoring the church, what am I trying to... So, so when I'm thinking about these things, um, I, I, then have, I then have small, um, manageable... Specific, measurable, action-oriented, realistic, time-bound goals. So, if I, if I'm thinking about my, you know, my role as a Christian, maybe I'll put down: I want to spend 20 minutes in prayer on Monday. I want to spend. I want to read three chapters of the Bible on Monday. I, so we're 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 putting we're putting in these smart goals: specific, measurable, action-oriented, realistic, time-bound. Well, maybe I want to have a. I want to have an hour. I want to. I want to carve out an hour for a conversation with my wife, where it's just me and her talking, and I'm just asking her questions about how she's doing um, in different areas of her life, and I'm listening to her. I'm engaged in the conversation. I'm caring for her. I'm praying for her. Um, and so I want to. I just want to have this conversation where where this is just blocked out. This uh, like at seven to eight p.m. This is blocked out on my calendar and and I and so this is just I, I want to I want to have this this is a this is I know this would be a great way to serve my wife and so this is what I want to do or maybe it's a I want to have a 30 minute baking lesson with my child or I want to have a 30 minute skills development lesson with my child or I want to have a 30 minute conversation with my child or I want to have 30 minute family devotions time with my children or I, I, I want so, so I'm 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 here are the things that matter I want to make sure I write them down here are goals that matter write them down I um, time management experts they recommend the rule of three don't aim for more than three explicit goals a day right and and so I, I think there might be some wisdom in that. 
Because you're going to do a bunch of other things throughout the day. You're, you're not only going to do three things, but you're prioritizing these three things. These are the things that you're making sure on Monday you're going to do. Because another rule that experts like to talk about is the 80-20 rule. You get about 80% of the good you accomplish from about 20% of your time spent. So, so most of the really good things you accomplish any day, any day, about 80% of the stuff that you really do that has any kind of lasting value is going to come from 20% of your time and energy and effort. Because a lot of our days are just spent on administrative things, you know, doing the dishes, answering emails, driving people around, folding laundry, sharpening pencils, whatever. It's just going grocery shopping. It's stuff that you, it's going to happen. You're, you're going to do it throughout the day, but it takes up a lot of your time. That stuff is probably going to get done no matter what, and it's not going to bring a lot of fruit, right? It doesn't, it doesn't accomplish a whole lot, right? It doesn't accomplish a whole lot. But it's all important stuff. Like if I don't if I don't cut my fingernails and if I don't take a shower, then then um, you know my 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 pastoral ministry effectiveness um, is going to not be as good, right? Uh, my I, I won't be as good of a husband if I if I don't cut my nails and take a shower, right? If, if you know so so. Life is made up of, of a lot of small administrative tasks. Um, but then it has this these 20, 20% of our time and energy. Um, that's, where, that's, that's where the real fruit comes from. Maybe it's that 30 minutes of prayer, or it's that 30-minute conversation, or it's that, or it's that 30-minute baking lesson. Or it's that thirty-minute board game. It's that um, that that goal that you wrote down. It's that thing you set out to do. It's the it's the yeah. I'm going to get the other stuff done. I'm gonna we're going to do all the other stuff, all the administrative stuff. It's I don't need to write it down. I can if it if it helps you. Yeah, write it down. That's fine. But but I'm going to make sure that these three things get done this day. I'm going to have this conversation with this person. I'm going to bless this person in this certain way. I'm going to care for this person in this kind of way. I'm going to make sure I serve that person in, the, in, in, in this way. I'm going to write this down. I'm going to make sure this happened. And I'm, and I'm going to protect this. If someone says, hey, can you do this at such a time? I'm going to say, no, that's, I'm sorry, scheduling conflict. I can't. I will be busy because I'm going to be playing a board game with my kids. I'm going to be, I'm going to be talking with my wife. My role as a as a husband or as a father, is it, it, it means that it doesn't mean I spend 10 hours a day with my kids, but it does mean that that 40 minutes that I have designated for my children, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm going to make sure it happens. And so, so we, we, set, we set specific measurable, action-oriented, realistic, time-bound goals, and we write them down, and they reflect, they, they reflect the, the ranking of our roles, and it, they reflect the purpose statements that we have um, for our roles. Now, there is, you know, I just want to encourage you, 
you're, you're going to get 80% of the good from about 20% of your effort. So you, so you set the 20% the way you want it. You, you, you set the three goals for the day you want them. The, the emails and the pencil sharpening, they will, find, they will always find a place for themselves <laughs> in, your, in your day. You get those three goals set the way you want them, and, and then you, um, unless providentially hindered, you, you get them done. And we're going to have more to say about all this. This is just a sort of a four, um, four steps to consider. Um, we'll have much more to say about this um, in, in an upcoming lesson. Um, but that will have to wait. We have enough to think about for today. And again, if you have any questions, comments, feel free to email me. Um, and until next time, thanks for listening. Thank you.